Life Audio. Are we headed into a recession? Coming up on Encouragement for You, Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife Erin discuss recession-proofing your marriage. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word... But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way, they are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up, it's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. From our sponsors. For months now, the Fed has gone back and forth on the question of whether or not we are headed into a recession. Dr. Greg Smalley is the Vice President for Families of Focus on the Family, and he and his wife, Erin, join host Don Hawkins to talk about recession-proofing your marriage. So as we talk about uh, tough economic times and a recession, Greg, uh, what has your research told you? Are there more or fewer divorces during times like this? Yeah, you know, Don, what was so interesting is just I, I started seeing these news articles pop up coming across the Internet. Basically, the, sort of the essence was, you know, the, is the down economy driving down divorce rates? And, you know, it's happening all over the country when... Times are tough. It seems where couples are deciding to tough it out. And so Aaron and I started talking about this, and as we really looked into it, one is that um, any evidence that there is a declining divorce rate would be really anecdotal at this point. Hmm. I mean, you're, you're hearing lawyers, you're hearing judges, you're hearing counselors all say that, you know what, Something, something's different. But there's a really cool trend Usually divorce rates aren't available for a couple years, hmm. you know, usually at least one, if not two, mainly two years behind. And so, but in places like Chicago, in Fresno, in Oklahoma, in Florida, they're all reporting that divorce filings are down. And, you yeah. know, that, that's a great, I mean, we'll take that. I mean, there could be lots of reasons for that. But because, you know, historically, economic you know, tough economic times have actually, you, like back in 1997's recession, you saw divorce rates went up. But back in the Great Depression, divorce rates went down. Hmm. And, and here's, here's really what we, what we think is happening. We think that there's sort of the perfect storm. 
It's it's actually, I think the divorce rates, I think that people are holding off. And I think the perfect storm is that when you look at the job market, people losing their jobs, unemployment, stagnant salaries, I mean, there's all these factors, but the biggest one that I think is contributing to this, and Aaron and I were just talking about this, is the the disastrous real estate market. Mm. Couples have been real creative with what to do in Mm. this situation. And uh, some of them are are staying together in the house, and just the fact that they're doing that, they end up uh, actually ending up working on their marriage just because Mm. they're having to stay together in well, the that, house. Yeah, that seems to me, uh, Aaron, to be a very important question. Uh, if two people are so hostile toward each other that they're at the point of filing for divorce and they ultimately make an economic decision, well, we can't afford a divorce, but we're going to stay in the house, uh, it almost seems like you've got two people at war in the house. And, and uh, um, as I recall, years ago, there was a book and a movie that uh, dealt with that sort of situation. It didn't turn out very well either. Uh, but you're suggesting, though, that that's not the way the typical couple turns out. Well, sometimes just simply saying we're going we're gonna to stay together Research has shown that within, is it five years, mm-hmm. that their uh, satisfaction in the relationship increases enormously. Wow. And for those of you listening who are contemplating divorce, thinking about divorce, one of the things that we want to encourage you to do is figure out several good reasons to stay together and give it that five-year try and see if you don't have the same thing happen and you don't get motivated to, to work on your marriage. And, you know, some time ago I was talking with a young couple who were in that situation, in fact, a couple of young couples just recently, and uh, both of them made the decision to stick in there and work on it when they could have very easily bailed out. I'm not sure to what degree economics was involved, but I think in both cases they certainly recognized that they would be better off and their family would be better off and uh, in both cases, their children involved, and that things would be a lot less traumatic if they did not split up. Yeah, you know, um, Scott Stanley, great researcher out of Denver University, he looked at commitment, and, and he studied, he's probably one of the foremost experts in the world on commitment, and really he said commitment inside of a marriage is, is made up of two primary things. One is dedication. That's that's more the the passionate the romantic part of of uh, of the commitment um, to where you really just you're dedicated to mm-hmm. someone you know come hell or high water you know for better for best but there's also a, a form of commitment that's really interesting it's called constraint mm-hmm. and and what constraints are are things like finances you know I just can't afford to 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 not be married to leave my spouse you know for whatever reason you know faith can be a constraint. You know, I, I can't leave my spouse because of my spiritual beliefs. Um, kids can be a constraint. You know, we don't want to divorce because of the kids. And, and even if that's what it takes, even if you say, you know what, we can't do it financially, we can't do it faith-wise, we can't do it kid-wise, who cares? Yeah. If it actually, if, if it's helping a couple maybe weather some of these storms and, and not separate, like you're saying... Then, then to Aaron's point, you know, that landmark study showed that, that couples who are on the brink of divorce, yeah. th- these were 13,000 couples mm, Don wow. studied. Goodness. And, and five years later, 80% of the ones who stayed together rated their marriages very satisfied. 
And one of the major reasons for sticking together is that's how God designed it in the first place. I'm looking at the second chapter of Genesis where the Lord had basically said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I'll make a helper suitable for him. And uh, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. The Lord made a woman from the rib. He had taken out of the man. He brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Here's the kicker. Here's the key part, and this is what Moses underscores. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. The old King James said cleave, which was a good word, and they will become one flesh. So in essence, you have God designing a relationship, bringing the first two people together, and essentially establishing that relationship, and and as Jesus said in Matthew and in Mark, uh, to be a permanent relationship. And, And yet, Aaron, in some ways these days, we've gotten away from the original design of marriage. Isn't that the truth? And you would think that in the midst of tough economic times that people would be divorcing more. And it's, it's amazing that it seems that couples are toughing it through together hmm. and actually more are staying together. Yeah. I think toughening it and, and having to fight through it with the economic times is actually bringing some together. If, it, if it's true that, that, that the divorce rate, maybe there's less filings as a result of people just can't, you know, not being able to afford to get divorced, um, although that's a good thing and we like that, we like that trend, it's also important mm, to, to yeah. say, you know what, when two people are hurting and they're angry, um, you know, that that always is going to increase conflict. That could increase child abuse, spouse abuse, addictions, you know, other mental health issues. Um, oftentimes in that situation, couples will turn towards affairs. And, and mm. so just because you're staying together, we, we, we what we want to encourage you to do is to do something. And that's where, number one, Don, the thing that I always start with is uh, is literally we we have to have this attitude that we have to draw together. Remember back in the the old West, is people were traveling west in the covered wagons. Oh yeah, circle the wagons. Exactly, it's a circle up. You know what? Build a hedge of protection around your family, and and this is something very very intentional. Instead of running off alone and doing our own thing and just being mad at each other, you know what? Let's come together. We've got to be intentional to spend time together, you know, um, first and foremost with the Lord, um, but, but as, a, as, as couples, you know, to spend time date nights, you know, doing things that are going to help yep. us, you know, going to bring us together, um, maybe go to read a marriage book, go to a marriage seminar, do something literally every day yeah. for mm-hmm. your marriage. That, it's, it's time we, we circle up the wagons and, and say, you know what? We're getting attacked, and arrows are coming in, whether they're finances or whatever, and we're not going to stand for that. Yeah. So, Aaron, if if you haven't been doing those things, you haven't been having the date nights, you haven't been communicating, you've been passing like ships in the night, mm. how do you turn that corner? Who's responsible for that? You know, I wouldn't worry about who's responsible for it, because each of you have an investment in your marriage. So you're equally responsible. So I, you know, take personal responsibility and be the first one to initiate it. And who knows, maybe your spouse will beat you to it. But take initiative and and just say, this is what is important to me, and I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen, to make sure we're connecting, to make sure we're spending time investing in our marriage. 
and doing something every single day for your relationship yeah. and not comparing who's doing what and, you know, he didn't mm-hmm. do that. And, you know, it's been really neat. I've had two different women over the last week come to me and say, my husband's out of work. Will mm. you pray for him? <clears throat> because he's pretty discouraged right wow. now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's difficult on a man when he is out of a job. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just to see a woman step up and, and have people praying for him to encourage him. And, you know, that is drawing together as a team. Function as the team that you really are. We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the worshipchannel.org. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Just ahead, part two of Recession Proofing Your Marriage with Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley. Let's take a phone call or two. We'll start with Mark listening in Oklahoma. Go ahead. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, thanks. Give an honor to God and to y'all for being on you all show. I just like to ask the question that, you know, me and my wife, we've been married for be five years in August. And we have two children, and I was just, you know, wanting to know how to just really open more up to her and for us to be more open to each other. Why, why? Uh, You know, fully Mm -hmm. committed, you know, as far as communication, you know, wise. Boy, Mark, uh, what a great question, and congratulations on your five-year milestone in your marriage and your two children. Uh, Let's get some feedback from Greg and Aaron. Yeah, you know, Mark, it's a great question. You know, I, I know that... For Aaron and I, there was there was it, when we went through a season where we really were struggling. What what we didn't realize that was happening is how unsafe we felt to really open up and talk to one another. And and it seemed like any time we try to open up and really talk about sensitive issues, that we just would get into conflict. And 
and and it just and so the the more we did that, the less I wanted to talk because I started getting conditioned that if we're going to talk about serious stuff, we're going to end up at a bad place. And so, Mark, the first thing that we did is that we sat down and talked about what what would help us, what would feel safe to allow us to really share and open up our hearts to each other. And man, we just sat and kind of talked about some ground rules and some things that we really needed in place. We noticed that we would try to talk real late at night, you know, and if, if it's ever past 9, 9 p.m., none of us should be talking about serious things in our <laughs> marriage anyway. But, you know, even something as simple as that, we just started realizing there were some little things that if we did differently actually helped us to feel safer to then to be able to really talk about some of these issues. Does that make sense? Yes. And, you know, hats off to you also for even being interested in sharing more and, and want, having the desire to share with your wife and going to her and saying, you know, this is the desire of my heart is to share more with you. My guess is that probably will bring down, if there's some walls that have been, been built up and mm. maybe she's felt a little unsafe, just knowing that that is the desire of your heart. If she can truly hear you, then that, I think that alone is going to yeah. build great safety in your marriage. Yeah, we want to pray for you and your wife. Lord, thank you that Mark called us, that he has a heart to see the marriage relationship strengthened, the communications line more opened. And I pray that uh, you would guide his words as he shares with his wife. May he be able to speak the truth in love, and may she respond accordingly. May their communication grow deeper and richer, their relationship more solid. And, Lord, that this this might be a safe home for those children, and uh, your blessing might rest upon them. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much, Mark. Great to hear from you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phones. We'll talk next to George. We don't have a location, but George, we're glad you've called us. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, I, that's not really my name, but I just didn't want to give oh. out my name. Yeah, just, we uh, we understand you want to keep your name confidential, and that's our policy on this program, good. and we don't have to identify where you are, but we're glad you called in. Okay. Yeah, I've got a, I was listening to your program, and I've got a extremely difficult situation. I actually filed for divorce once, and uh, this other pastor counselor tried to say he was he was going to be a hero and salvage our marriage and it was just not successful at all and um and so here going through a, a really really difficult time been married over 30 years and i'm about to file again and it's a situation where i don't i can't trust my wife uh there's just no foundation of trust she's she and my daughter were both conspired to uh, hide a fugitive uh, from justice. He was wanted for uh, rape of a minor child, mm. and my wife got involved in that and kept and hid things from me. And I've been a strong Christian and a leader in the home and have three other younger daughters uh, at home. Mm. I had to protect them, and there's just no reality uh, to deal with the situation. And... Uh, uh, I've just been caught between a rock and a hard place of, of uh, I've been advised by cardiologists, by professional counselor to divorce her. In other words, there's yeah. no 
there's no hope in this situation. And George, I hear the difficulty, the degree of difficulty on this. There's no question. And uh, you know, we recognize difficulty. We recognize that God can transform people's lives. Uh, my question for you is, uh, has she been unfaithful to the marriage vows? Uh, has that been a part of the trust issue? Uh, well, or, or is it... She's been unfaithful in the sense that she hasn't... She, she decided to sleep in the uh, other room, and uh, and this has gone on for two years. So it's not like I'm doing anything in haste. Yeah, uh, it, it just it's just wearing me down, wearing me out. Uh, I've not been functioning well, and so you, what caught my ear was when you talked about economics. The uh, stress and strain uh, of the marriage just affects you, your economics, in, in just a terrible way. Yeah, sometimes it's not the stress and strain of the economics that affects the marriage. In, in your right. case, it's the stress and strain of the marriage and the marriage, and, yeah, and, and what's been happening there that affects the, the economics. I, it never feels comfortable when I hear someone say, oh, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm telling him what, what to do. He needs to divorce her. Because, you know, the bottom line, Don, the bottom line, George, is that, you know what, that's, that's really your decision that you'll be accountable for. Right. That's between right. you and the Lord. And so, I mean, I want to say that, that yeah. I don't think it's anybody's place to tell you what mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. I hear that, one, that trust has been broken, and, and, and that's put you in a really, really tough spot. And, but I tell you what, you know, trust is a funny thing. There, there's sort of a myth in our culture that we try to figure out a way that trust can be earned once and for all so that, like, we don't have to ever worry about it again and I don't know about you guys, but my experience has been is that trust is something, man, that can be broken any given day. I mean, I've heard right. of couples who've been together for 30, 40 years who said, yeah, we pretty much trusted, and then, boom, something happens. Mm. Yeah. And now, the good news is is that Aaron and I worked for, for years and years and years in, an, in, a, in a thing called an intensive. And I tell you what, George, before, if, if I was you, before I would do anything... I would I would go to something like that because it's literally like a marriage. What was it? I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, it's called an intensive marriage. Intensive marriage. Intensive, and uh, I'll guarantee you they will they will put both of you through the ringer. Mm-hmm. But when you come out on the other side, uh, some amazing things ha- will happen. And that's and, that's for certain. I saw some of the most what seemed to be the most hopeless situations revived. And so I want to encourage you that there is always hope in the Lord. George, I want to share a couple of verses with you. I'd encourage you to look up tonight and and base your prayer on these and and enlist prayer on the basis of these. Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21. Uh, Those verses, Paul says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church throughout all ages, a world without end. Amen. Uh, basically, that's kind of a big benediction, but essentially what it says is God is big enough and powerful enough to literally transform a person. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and lifeaudio.com. 
Editing by Phil Gebers. Production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You. tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling Ikea furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend, Abby, and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.